listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemby here, James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Thursday evening for Friday's New Year's Eve slate. And James, it is a special day here at Fantasy Alarm for those listening. Friday, New Year's Day, and New Year's Eve is the freeview day of our NBA DFS package. To go along with that, we have a nice little contest on over at Yahoo Sports for you guys all to take a part of as well. An opportunity to win some nice prizes. Get familiar with Yahoo, which James and I love playing on. They have some really nice contests over there right now that you should all be checking out. But it's freeview day. Uh, so if you are not yet a Fantasy Alarm subscriber, not yet part of the NBA DFS Pro package, uh, today's your chance to get a look at the content, check it out, uh, and then join us because uh, we're cashing right now, James. We're, we're having a good season. We are having a good season, and the good season has been on DraftKings, it's been on FanDuel, and it's been on it's been on Yahoo as well, which follows the half point PP or half point PPR follows the the FanDuel model, so to speak, John. We don't get like all the bonuses for like DraftKings for double doubles, triple doubles, and stuff, but we get the three points for blocks and steals, full point loss for turnover. So if you like FanDuel, you know, easy transition over to Yahoo. I like Yahoo's product a little better. You get a utility spot than you don't on FanDuel. So you can play two centers, which you and I always joke about. Like, how are we going to play all these centers on FanDuel? You can't. Well, you can now because everyone's multi-position eligible. But in the past, we weren't able to. Now you can. If you just switch over to Yahoo, definitely go over to Fantasy Alarm. Check out the free content for that we put out every day, that we put our blood, sweat, and tears in, especially the tears part. Ryan Kirksey will be crying a lot tomorrow due to all the COVID absences and injuries and such. He is the one in the playbook, but it's free on Saturday, and you'll see all John's name blasted all over the content as well. So it should be a fun day of, uh, fun couple days of content. And John, since, since we don't record tomorrow, ha- Happy New Year to you, brother. Yeah, happy new year to you as well. I mean, listen, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a great 2022 the way things are going. And if you're listening now and you have not yet played on Yahoo, go to fantasyalarm.com slash Yahoo and then make your first time deposit there and you get $25 worth of their game credit. And you can go ahead and use that towards their contest. And and James, what I'm liking right now that Yahoo's given us, they're giving us contests that are paying out 33% of the field. They have a $12 contest, 20k guarantee, two thousand dollars to first place. Only 1,900 people on this. So you're not playing those 200,000-person contests like you do on DraftKings and FanDuel, and they're paying out 33.3% of the field. And then tomorrow, because it is Friday, they're bigger slates, they got their NBA baller contest, also paying out 33.3% of the entries, $15 buy-in, just 3,750 total entrants there, and it pays uh, $10,000 to first place. So... For 15 bucks, a chance at 10K up top. But also, all you got to do is come in the top third of this contest and you're making money. Usually, all those other tournaments on DraftKings, FanDuel, they're paying out 20, 19, 21%. Not Yahoo. They're paying out 33% of the player field. So, if you haven't yet made that first time deposit, go to fanslam.com slash yeah, and they'll take you right to the checkout page. Deposit at least $25, get a match there, and get the $25 credits into your account. So, I got to go ahead, got to check it out. But James, like you said, pretty wild slates that we got going on because of everything happening with COVID. Players in, players out. Uh, We got word that Toronto basically got all their players back. uh, While the teams like the Clippers, teams like Atlanta, they're still battling trying to get guys uh, healthy for their their roster. Yeah, I I just want to, I don't understand what is going on in the league right now. 
based on like why certain games are being canceled, why certain games are not. And Draymond Green put out a couple of string of tweets today, like basically like outlining that, like why are some games being canceled, but some aren't. And like some teams getting competitive edges while like other teams are getting healthier because you've postponed this game. I, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. I hope the league figures this out because the canceling and postponing of, of specific games, like why did Atlanta have to play the other night after testing more people positive, like after Bogdan Bogdanovich get test positive and like more people enter the protocol. Like uh, they just need to figure this stuff out. Sorry for the ramp. It's a nightmare right now. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better with the way that Omicron is just touching down in the United States. I mean, what the last two days I think have been like records from yeah, Wednesday yeah, and New Thursday. York, New York right now is like 24% New York city it's like 24% positivity rate right now. So like, so it's, you go I, to New York City, you currently have a, a one in four chance basically of catching COVID. <laughs> right. And like, how can, I don't know. I hope things get sorted out. It's obviously a little worrisome with the amount of people testing positive across the league. Hopefully everyone's staying safe as we continue to echo and hopefully people are taking the right precautions. So. Yep. I, I agree with, with that sentiment here as well. Yeah, definitely wild, definitely crazy times. And like you said, we're in an era now um, where guidelines are constantly changing and kind of requirements for testing are updated. And what these guys are doing is they're taking these rapid tests, they're playing, and then by the time the game's over, they're like, oh yeah, you're, you are positive, <laughs> right? Like, But the other issue here, James, and again, I'm not trying to go too big of an rant, but if you're believe some of the science or at least some of the reports that are coming out, uh, a lot of these rapid tests, because of this new variant, they're reproducing a lot of false positives too, and false negatives actually, just this type of variant in the PCR test that is available is just whatever reason less effective. If you're, again, if you're a believer in in the reports and science, that that's what they're saying, but they're still encouraging you to take these just in case, which kind of boggles my mind. So these players are out here. Some of them are testing positive. They're saying they're feeling fine. And if they're asymptomatic, that's one of the reasons that they're changing the policies. Positive tests, but you're asymptomatic, you have five days and you're back, right? Because yep. they're just like, well, he's not, he doesn't look sick. He doesn't feel sick. So you're good, you know, right? Like, right. And, and that's sort of how they're they're approaching it now. It's why we've been able to get some of these guys back as quickly. Uh, Bradley Beal being one, right? Bradley Beal only missed a few games. They able to come back in a couple of days and on the floor today, uh, got his double Cleveland foul. I mean, Washington foul took him out of the game. So, I mean, <laughs> that's just kind of what they're doing now. So that's something we have to definitely watch out for and definitely makes preparing for these slates a little bit more difficult if you try to do it ahead of time. So with that said, James, let's go ahead. Let's start off at the point guard. Trey Young is 11,500. Going up against a Cleveland team that is missing a lot of their guards. I don't think they're going to get Rondo in time. They're no, he's in. For- well, he's in protocol. It's like he is, he is right. Okay. He is in protocol. So even if he is officially traded, like he can't until he's tests out, he can't even play. Right. So they're, they're expected to trade for Rajon Rondo. They lost Rubio to a torn ACL. They still don't have Garland back. Obviously, Sexton's out. They're decimated at guard play, but 11,500 for Trey Young on a big slate like this. LeBron James is on the slate. Like Lillard is on the slate against the Lakers. Are you paying 11,500 for Trey Young? I don't think so. I mean, you. Like I said the other night, I played Trey Young in a spot that I knew was risky because it was 11K and he didn't pan out. And it's not like he had a terrible game, but his team is terrible right now because they're just decimated by COVID. Like they just don't have the bodies. It's a risky play. 
I don't think we need to go there. We could play Dame against the Lakers, who are playing no defense. They just let John Morant score 40 actual. That's Russell Westbrook's job. Didn't check him at all. Westbrook, on the flip side of things, went for 50. You can do that. But then, like, we have guys in the next tier, John. It's like, I think we're going to live a lot of our lineups. If we're if you're playing multiple lineups, I mean, John 96, Donovan Mitchell 97. Point Donnie, right? Point Donnie. We love and John 9600 coming off 41 and 10. Hard to pass up there. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I mean, he is so good right now, right? So good. He's earned the Nightcrawler nickname in my mind, even though it's not <laughs> universally recognized. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep tweeting about it. I'm going to keep talking about it. John Morant, for me, I agree. Against San Antonio, even no DeJounte, he's probably where I'm starting my builds, right? They used the cover yesterday. He's the top point guard I was looking at. I am, I'm fully in agreement with you there. I guess the only other player, assuming he is good to go, would be SGA, right? SGA against the Knicks. That's a matchup that I do find quite appealing given current form. SGA is a little bit cheaper than Morant. He's probably your pivot off of Morant and GPPs, assuming Gilgis Alexander is healthy to go. Definitely the pivot. Definitely a little worrisome. But, you know, we got the late scratch lastly. If he's good to go, he's good to go, though. I mean, it's a good spot against whoever the Knicks try to guard him with. So, yeah, I think SGA, even though it's a little pricey, right? 9,400 is definitely a little pricey. Yeah, but he's been, I mean, he's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, so. he has been playing. That is correct. He has definitely been playing out of uh, But definitely, definitely a top-end price point for him. Miami is supposedly getting got a lot of guys back here. Do you have any interest in Lowry against Houston? If he's, if he's playing, sure. But 8,800, I don't know. Like... I know Butler's questionable. Who is rumored to be? Struss is out. Garrett is out. He just tested positive today. Duncan Robinson tested positive today. I guess, yeah, because especially if Butler doesn't play. It probably would be contingent if Jimmy played or not. I don't think I'd pay 8800 for him if Butler Butler was in. Okay, that's fine. So there, I I guess from this slate, we can actually talk about Donovan Mitchell as a point guard if you want. Yeah, I when we were talking about or did you mention Mitchell? I just yeah, well, it. just when we were talking about Trey, I just like like yeah, this okay. is probably where we're gonna start our exposure, right? Because right. him and Morant, you don't even need to if you don't want to, you don't have to go all the way up. You could just start your builds with Morant and with Jack. Like those could be the first two players in your line. I agree with that. I, I think, think that's probably a good point. I'll also say, as we work our way down the list for value plays, I mean, Derek White against Memphis, I think it's fine as long as DeJounte's yep. still out at 68. But, I mean, talk to me. Jordan Clarkson got a big price bump here. He's $6,300. Joe Ingles may not play. We know Conley is out. Is Are you okay with 6300 here playing next to Mitchell, potentially, for Clarkson? It's definitely steep, but they might need him to do so. Like, they... He, they need him for all the minutes he can handle. 6,300 is definitely, it's tough, man. Tournaments only. Not that he's, like, that's what he is already, right? He's just a tournament play. I like Bledsoe for $100 cheaper, too, considering they have everyone out. I guess Reggie Jackson's questionable, but Boston went into protocol. Scrub, Batum's out. Zubak is out. Hartenstein, but, like, everyone on the Clippers is out. So, I like both these guys. I think Bledsoe's a little safer, but... You know, as long as everyone's out, Clarkson's fine. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's probably fair enough. Value plays. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts? And I guess the guys like Pat Bev, Jalen Green came back yep. and played pretty strong minutes. Um, Malik Monk keeps coming through and playing well. Where are you on, on this next year below? Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think Jalen Green 
is definitely in play. Miami's defense has been bad, especially if Lowry sits, they're going to struggle to defend anybody. Because I don't, like, their starting point guard could be I mean, Yeah, he's come back and played 25 and 38 minutes, and it's just been money. You know, he is definitely scoring dependent, right? Like, so there's, which is, but it's okay because he's where he's priced at, right? Like, yeah. when he's mid 5Ks, you're like, eh, eh, he doesn't really give you much else. But, you know, at 5K, if he's going to score 25, well, there's your 5X and he gives you a steal. He gives you a rebound, a block. Like, he's getting you there. Yeah, I think against Miami, the, even with Lowry back, I'm still, Jalen Green is a really good player. Yep. I mean, like you said, there's a reason why he went second overall, because he is that dude. I think quickly would be really interesting if Fournier sits. Fournier left that last game with an injury. He's currently listed questionable. And you pointed out that Thibs went full Thibs and played um, all his backups in the second half in that game. Also, Julius Randle in the protocol, uh, by the way, for the Knicks. So, like, they need scoring. Like, they need people who, no Rose, no, like, if there was no Randall, generally I would think that Rose would be the guy, like, to run the offense. So Kemba and and quickly both here, point guard, stand out with no Randall. Green, quickly, uh, even though Frank Vogel and company hate Malik Monk, he only played 11 first half minutes. He played all the minutes in the second half. I think Kyle Guy, if there's no Lowry, probably forced into minutes just based on necessity. How many minutes did Pangos end up finishing with tonight he played 24 we don't need to go there don't need to play flynn don't need to play mclaughlin i'm just trying to think here i guess the other options john would be well if sga doesn't play yeah hide jerome season yeah. if he doesn't play that obviously that's a big if one of the one of the fantasy basketball twitter guys that i i follow upon the sga scratch he said ty jerome's probably a nice low low rostered pivot play he later followed that tweet up with like yep four percent and then he later followed that up with a screenshot of winning because he scored 45 <laughs> fantasy points so uh great pivot by that and good, good uh, on you good on you guy yeah good on you for i mean but that's like the thing when we talk about this all the time with, with dfs and it's why the late swap feature has long been a debated topic within the you know, fantasy community obviously became a good thing ultimately, but it also, if you're playing DFS, you need to be available to make those late swaps, right? right? Like when a value like that opens up and you're like Cleveland or OKC is already very decimated and now their best scores out Ty Jerome's in at mid price, you got to, you pivot to him and you kind of play right. somebody else, right? And then he ends up having a ceiling game, which nobody expects <laughs> against Phoenix of all teams, and uh, you win a GPP. Yeah, that's just a little rant there again, but it's part of the game with uh, DFS is just being available to make those to make those swaps. But that's probably the value. I agree with you. I don't. I'm looking through the list again. I don't see anybody really jumping out to me here as somebody that would be worth worth targeting outside again of course if there ends up being some level of covid impact uh, on this right. slate so which uh, which cool, more than likely possibly a lot that it happens. all right shooting guard do you have any interest in van vliet at his cost no he's been out for a while i for, no so here's the thing i guess so he's been out for a while but, but toronto does have different rules and standards i think you and i were sharing some tweets about that a couple days ago as to like how Canada's handling players coming back. Did you see that they're not, uh, they're getting rid of fans for the next three weeks? Are they? So they will be playing, this game will be played without fans and like yeah. all the home games following for the next three weeks or whatever they decide on. Wow. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and that doesn't, honestly, that doesn't really surprise me. Interesting. You take away the home court advantage there. He is $9,800. We talked about Mitchell already there. Anthony Edwards, if he does come back, I'm not really in on that play, I don't think. Uh, I can be your hero, baby. Yeah. Well, do you play hero? Do you play hero if Lowry and Butler and all those guys are active? or Probably. It's the best pace up spot in the league. Okay. Like, I think I, maybe, you bring up a good point, like, if Lowry, but also Lowry could also be limited. We don't know how, like, the severity of Butler's injury. But, like, if it's just one of them, oh, hero, hero's a lock for me. Yeah. Like, if, if only one of them play, he's, like, as close to lock. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think if one of those guys say you're 100% correct there. I'll go back to Desmond Bain here against San Antonio. Why not, right, dude? Mm-hmm. Another 20-point game for him. He even had a bad shooting night against the Lakers, but I think he can bounce back. Cam the man, 6,500. What do you think? Thoughts? 65 is a lot, but they just don't have people, man. It was a bad game shooting for him and everyone else on that team. So if you believe they can bounce back, I mean, Cleveland without everyone clearly showed they are struggling to defend people right now. It's a good team, but yeah, I think we got to have Reddish in our player pool just out of necessity. Yeah, I'm kind of in, in agreement with you uh, there as well. All right, next tier down. Gary Trent did play the other day. Played 41 minutes and looked pretty good. <laughs> Limit? No, he was limited, John. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Gary Trent and Beasley, not really in a Beasley being in Utah, but, you know, even if everybody coming back, um, like OG got cleared, Van Vliet's likely coming back, like all those guys. But I still like Trent at his price tag. I mean, yeah, he probably has, like, the best stamina of all of them, right? Like, the all these guys have been out for a while, but then again, Nick Nurse obviously doesn't care. He's just going to be like, hey, you're good? You can play 40? Okay. But yeah, he's fine. Uh, like, he's not my favorite play. I think in almost, in a lot of situations, like, you can play Jalen Green, who we mentioned. You can play Quickly, who we mentioned. You can play Malik Monk, who we mentioned. We are, de- like, we could definitely play Caleb Martin, just they're down 100,000 guys on the wing. We can go back to Okoro if we wanted. I know you and I don't want to, but, like, we can our favorite Wiggins, Aaron greater than Andrew, John? Is that a hot take? Uh, I don't think it's a hot take. Aaron Aaron is better than Andrew Wiggins? This just in? Yeah, this just in, yeah. <laughs> this just in? Aaron Wiggins greater than Andrew Wiggins? How, like, if you're building, like, 10 lineups, if there's no SGA, would you? how many would have Aaron Wiggins at 38? Well, the thing is, like, he was starting anyways, right? But, yeah, I think you have to play him, right? Yeah. At 3,800? I guess yeah. I think you have to. There's mm-hmm. no question to me there. So that's definitely where I'm at. Uh, small forward position, uh, a lot of questionables at the top here, right? Butler, Barnes, Ananobi. Obviously, uh, well, I guess if Butler plays at 10K, yep. if Lowry's active, does, do you play him or no? Lowry has to be out at 10K, I think. Okay. If he's out at te- if he's out at 10K, I'm in. Okay. okay. Fair. Uh, yeah, that's fair. fair. That's fair. Norm Powell had like 25 points at halftime the other day. What do you? What are we thoughts here against the? I mean, everyone can score against the Lakers, so the only problem with Norm is this. Ready? He yep. scores 32 actual and has only 38 and a half fantasy points. Yeah. Like on FanDuel, it's even closer because he doesn't get the three point bonus. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna go there. Yeah, that's fine. So we talked about. Oh, oh, well, hey, you know what? I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. DraftKings came to their senses and moved Marcus Morris up a little bit. $6,300, still going to be a lock and load play for me. Why, is he, like, doing things? Yeah, he's okay. He, like, he's all right. No, but... It's just funny, man. I heard, like, multiple 
places talking about Marcus Morris minutes and like, oh, he's not going to play 38. It's like, yo, they, he played 19 first half minutes in Brooklyn and they got blown out. Like, relax. He's going to play big minutes because they need him to play big minutes. And look what happens. Yeah. Core play. Like you said, core play. Let's see what else we have. They definitely a core play. 100% a core play. Um, trying to think after that, though. I mean, Barrett, I don't hate Barrett with Randall out. I don't hate Barrett yeah, with that's Randall actually, out. Yeah, that's actually a great point. No Randall makes Barrett a, a really strong play. In, as long as we don't get tipped, right? Like, we're good. They could be without Fournier, too, right? Like, those are, like... Yeah, Fournier was a DNP, right? Like, no, no, he uh, no he got hurt. No, he no his ankle... He hurt his ankle and left. I guess I, I must have misread something there. Okay, he got hurt. All right, fine. So... Like, if there's, I mean, no Rose, no Randall, possibly no Fournier, like, Barrett, against Oak, like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That is nice. That is definitely, yes. I hope that we get, like, last year Barrett and not whatever this year Barrett is. Yeah. I don't know. They, I don't know what they did. I don't know why they thought the answer to their problems was, like, more wing guard play, right? Like, <laughs> bring in Kemba. I, I mean, you and we we've and Fournier. You brought in Fournier and Kemba for what reason? Yeah, we've talked about we've talked about it before. So there's that Jalen McDaniels, or sorry, Jaden McDaniels can still play him. Yep. Uh, no problem. I mean, that dude. I mean, he's one. He was one of my babies from last year. Yep. Five blocks against the Knicks. So 5100. Even, <laughs> excuse me. Even if guys come back, I think I said Nas Reed was cleared. Vanderbilt was also cleared. So. Does that change your opinion for you at all? Or are we still in on... Because McDaniels was playing with them anyways, right? And there's no Towns. Uh, didn't we see Vanderbilt start at center one of those games? So Vanderbilt, not confirmed in yet. Okay. So they're talking... In his little DraftKings write-up, is listed questionable, may need more time to be conditioned. Okay. Definitely have to wait and see there. He's missed 11 days. Tomorrow, Friday yeah. marks 12. So he could sit again... I would probably have interest if they're talking about conditioning problems. I probably have interest in McDaniel's because he's going to play anyway. Okay, missed him accidentally, but Boyan, no Ingles potentially, no Conley. Yeah, I mean he's they just need him to score. He's good. Yeah, he's cash, a score. good cash. Good cash gameplay. Yeah. Caleb Martin, no Struss, no Vincent. Yep. Like yep. yeah. Yeah, they are they are down their backups. Like right. they're the backups to the backups. They're down. Like they don't have anybody. Like we we have to consider. All of Miami, I think. I think pretty much all of Miami's in play. We know DeJounte Murray is out. Alani Walker is also questionable. Devin Vassell the other day played 29 minutes, 21 fantasy points. He's four. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think there's a couple guys down here like Chande Brown, Rudy Gay. <laughs> that man just keeps playing minutes, right? Because they, they have nobody else. They have no minute. I mean, he started any close that game in a blowout. Like, they're just, I think they're just like, all right, you need to learn the offense. Like, Maybe we have something here. You're probably better than TLC to begin with. Like, we'll keep you around. They keep uh, The Clippers keep playing Amir Coffey. He's down here 28 minutes last game. Yeah, that was. The, I guess that was a little miss on my part. I was thinking Keon Johnson. and then I was I thinking, thought... well, they drafted Keon Johnson in the first round this year. Right. It's like, like what, at this point, like, and Keon Johnson had the big game the game prior. In, in the blood, he looked really sharp. He looked like the guy they drafted. I guess they just trust Coffee more right now, which is fine, right? I mean, it is what it is. But that's what we're going to get. If Coffee's going to be the guy, Coffee's going to be the guy. But I, Rudy Gay, 36, really stands out. Most minutes he's played all year against Portland went off. We saw the sub subscriber take a, take a tournament down with Rudy Gay, yeah. which was wild. So Coffee, Gay, Brown. For Gay playing all those minutes. The blowout. I mean, he got blowout run. 
He made all the shots he took. Okay. And uh, I mean, when someone's hot, you just keep them on the floor. It's kind of what if happens. Ingles, if Ingles is also out of this mm-hmm. game, like that shortens that rotation. Yep, exactly. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good call then. Power forward, LeBron. Yep. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason. There's no reason to not James. <laughs> there's no reason to not play LeBron. I've already I've already been thinking about my uh I've already been thinking about my Morant Mitchell lineups fading LeBron. <laughs> there's there's no reason to not play LeBron James. Let's all say this together as you're listening collectively. There's there no, no reason, reason to fade to LeBron, fade LeBron James. James. Okay. Yeah. He he is trying his hardest. Right. Sadly, they're losing four of the last five. Not because of him though. Thirty-seven. 13, 7, 2, and 2 for my man on the second night of a back-to-back. Eight threes. I mean, dude, he's shooting like the best free throw percentage of his career as well. Like literally at 37, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, LeBron. 37 Uh, years old. 37 years old. LeBron James is having maybe the best season he's ever had. 52, 37, 78. Definitely like out of control. For a sub-500 Lakers team. So sad. And I'm not even a LeBron James fan. I've railed on him my whole life being a Celtics fan. I think he's dramatic. He flops. He whines. All that stuff. But God damn it, can he play basketball? 1,200, play him. Just play him. Just start your lineups. There's value. Just fit it. Make it work. Guys to play next to LeBron in your lineup. <laughs> next, next to LeBron. Evan Mobley is on a back-to-back. He gets Atlanta here. He had a pretty good game tonight, though. I don't have a problem with the cost at $7,600. I And to that point... Kevin Love is on a back-to-back here, so mm-hmm. I do wonder what happens with Love. Love has been playing a lot of minutes lately. Had another huge game tonight, like vintage Kevin Love these last two games for Cleveland. 24-11 and 11 tonight out of Love. I did get to a little bit of a blow, but he played 29 minutes. Now the second straight game in which he's eclipsed the 23-minute mark. I, de- I I worry a bit here. I worry a bit about the minutes for, for Love, but they have some... Actually, that's not true. They did get a bunch of their front court guys back. There is potential that he is sitting in this game or at the very least limited for this game. Be on the lookout for that. I'm guessing I'm hoping that these Raptors players don't play because Chris Boucher got 38 <laughs> minutes and had 63 fantasy points. <laughs> I'm also hoping that, is it still Nick Nurse? Is he still the coach there for the Raptors? Yeah, yep. I'm also hoping that he saw what Chris Boucher, Chris Boucher did, did and was like, oh, yeah, we should play. We should give him that guy. He went for 28-19 against the Sixers there. If he starts again, I'm in. If he's coming off the bench because they're playing that Barnes, OG, Siakam lineup, and I can't go there. Too expensive for my blood. The Larry Nance revenge game. Thoughts? Sure. I'd rather play Kelvin at 59, but yeah, Nance. Okay. Yeah, Kelvin 59 is fine. Dort, 6K against a Randall. Dort, Dort. Power forward Dort, yeah. 18 shots. If the SGA sits again, he's going to shoot 18 times. So who's sure. playing power forward for the Blazers with little out? Is little official? He's listed probable. Probable? All right. Yeah, yeah he's right. officially listed probable. Okay. As of eight eighteen this evening. Oh, okay. So we just missed that update then. Yeah, we just yeah. Okay. Uh, I take it all back. That's fine. That's good. he's in play. Fifty four. The only problem is he's gonna I don't know what the Lakers are gonna do because they started Dwight last night. It's like So okay, here's my take. Because Steven he's, Adams. Steven Adams. And yeah. the Lakers are starting and the Blazers start Nance. So, so LeBron should be there, yeah. That's my take. Because I'm thinking, is, is Nasir Little going to be in foul trouble in the first five minutes of this game if he's guarding LeBron? Well, that or do you, do you worry about playing Carmelo Anthony because Nasir Little's defending him? True, we do. And and Melo's, I mean, maybe 
We just know the volatility in Melo. Like, if, you, if you're game stacking, you probably played Melo at 52 because he can pop for 43 and 48 like he did. Sure. Right? So that's where we're, we're going there. Uh, we talked about the Minnesota guys. Nas Reed looks like he's good to go. Yeah, he played last he game. He played. He actually, yeah, right. He actually even played. He right? came off so, the bench. The only thing is he came off the bench. That was like, they're just like, yeah, you come off the bench. Right. Okay. Uh, John, Obi Toppin? Would they, would they really do that to us, or is Taj Gibson playing 35? It's Taj playing 30. Right. But obviously, if Toppin does start 3,900 against the Thunder, I mean, dude, he played 22 minutes, right? Like, unleashed, again, another team that uses a lottery pick on a guy, and then, like, they don't play. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, right. though, right? Here it is. Hear me out. Why I think it could be Toppin. I also, it could also be, like, Kevin Knox. But hear me out. Oh, jeez. Julius Randle out, Nerlens Noel out, Jericho Sims out. The three guys that could potentially play center other than Mitchell Robinson and Taj Gibson, right? right. Gibson's needed for backup. Right. I know he played 28 minutes last game. That's what I'm saying. Like, and no, it will not be suggesting playing Taj Gibson ever at this stage in his career. But, like, I don't know, man. Like... Is that because Mitchell Robinson only played 20 minutes? So they gave Taj 28, right? Or, like, what's... I mean, earlier in the season, when they were down a bunch of guys, like, Ta- Ta- Obi was playing a lot. Like, Randall was healthy, but they were without, like, Taj. They were without Noel. Like, he was that swing forward for them. Yeah, I'm hopeful in this matchup that he gets on the floor. Like, this is the spot for it, right? It's OKC. I know, like, you're not, like... We're, the Knicks are obviously not mailing it in because 10 teams can make the playoffs, right? Like, they're in the, the in within those 10 teams right now. But, like, if there was ever a spot to, like, start getting OG or Obi Top in time, it's now. Like, Randall hasn't been great. Why not just let him play? Like, there's this is the time. Yeah, I think I'm in on, on Obi Top in 3,900. Tournaments only for now until we find out more tomorrow. Okay. Uh, anybody else for you at, uh, at some value for uh, – Yeah, the Heat. Uh, Eric Holt, like their whole front court's out. Everyone, yeah. them, him and Yurt Seven are the only active members of their front court. So I will be playing Eric Hol- Holman, John, who I'm gonna look up right now to see what he's doing in the G League. Wait, how do you spell his name? Eric A R I C. Eric, gotcha. Okay. So yeah. in the G League, hasn't did not pl- do the G has a G League. I guess they're not like. Tr- no, he's played. I got, I got a, I got a number from the twentieth. Here we go. Uh, Holman is averaging. Let's see. He's scored double digits five times a season. First time he recorded a double. The big man has hit a season high threes, recording season best the most assistant blocks. He's averaging seven point six points and four point four rebounds. I mean, they just. But he did have a double in the twentieth. He had eleven points, eleven boards, five assists, three blocks, and a steal. And they're, I mean, they just don't have any money. So like. Yeah, I'm, he's That's, probably in the player pool. Or does Butler play powerful? That could also be the case. But still, like if it's just him and Yurt seven, right? If it's only them two, PJ Tucker's out. He's in protocol. He can't yeah. come back. Like they just oh, don't we'll have. See. Yeah, we'll see how quickly guys come back. But yeah. all right, center position. Now we're obviously gravitating towards Yurt seven here. Fifty eight hundred dollars against Houston. Right? Like there's probably no reason to play anybody else. But again, if you were to go, you have Gobert against Minnesota. Um, which is a Great matchup spot. that we uh, have loved to it. He's averaging 16 and a half and 13 and a half in two games 
against them this season. Definitely a spot that I do enjoy. You do have Christian Wood going up against Miami in this spot against Yurt 7. Wood, definitely a good offensive player. $8,600 for him, I think, is a spot that we take a peek at. But then again, man, you got Yurt 7 at 58, right? Like, is there the only there's, no, there's like no reason to really do anything else unless we're a believer in Mitch Robinson at 4900 I'm uh, just... I think that's definitely something, John. I think that's a good point. Mitch Rob, 4,900 4, is definitely I mean, a just play. just killed with the back-to-back the other night, right? Killed with the back-to-back. Yep, and now there's no Randall. You should have seen it coming. Yep, I agree. So Robinson at 4,900 is also a good play here. I, I think the Yurt 7 thing, just to, to backtrack one second, is this is a spot he could 100% be in foul trouble. I've thought that if, like, like, look back, right? Detroit... Nobody there that worries you. Orlando, nobody there that worries you. Washington, Gafford, not like an offensive-minded player. Christian Wood is only offense. Like, he is offense all the time. So (laughs) that's my one pullback that I I could see myself gravitating to Mitch Robb more just because of that fact. But, like, you're right. Like, largely, there's going to be a lot of shares for going towards year seven. Right, talk to me about this Minnesota backcourt again. So say Vanderbilt doesn't play. Frontcourt. Uh, right. right. Assuming he doesn't play, we saw Reed come off the bench, like you mentioned. Greg Monroe is 4,400. He's played 25 and 22 minutes. He's had 36 and 26 fantasy points in those two games, going up against Utah. And then Nathan Knight, even cheaper, $3,800 still. He played 25 minutes and had 20 fantasy points. 8.7 boards, two assists, and a block. If you're looking for really like deep value and the front court for Minnesota doesn't come back, dark throw plays there against Utah, probably blow it, run even for some of those guys. Yeah, and the thing about Knight was he fouled out of that game. So he played only 25 minutes due to foul trouble. Any wide guys Reed even got in the game, or is that why? Uh, I, think, I, I think it's a reason that both of them, like, okay, we know Nas Reed's in the rotation. Right? Like he's been in their rotation all year long. And I don't think Greg Monroe is going to be the one to uproot him. Even so though he's look, playing really good. <laughs> he's, dude, Greg Monroe is an excellent offensive player. He can't, I, and I tweeted this, he can't guard a mannequin. He so, cannot play defense. Greg Monroe started the second quarter and played nine minutes and then exited, entered with 540 left in the second, in the third quarter and played through the nine minute mark of the fourth quarter and then finished the game, I imagine, when it got ruled out. Out at 547 yep. in the fourth. Yep. As soon as Knight got ruled, got fouled out, Monroe finished that game. So uh, does that worry? That That's a Nasri little worrisome. Didn't play right? the fourth at, Nasri didn't play the fourth at all in that game. Return from COVID. Yeah. It wasn't a blowout, though. It was like 94-80. Oh, sorry, it was, what was the score there? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like... I don't know. Monroe was getting early run. You're, you all, you're right. Reed definitely did come back. Reed fin- Reed finished the first quarter and then uh, played three minutes. Didn't play at all till the final three minutes of the second quarter uh, and then played four minutes in the middle of the third. So three minutes, three minutes, four minutes stints for Nas Reed there. Checking in when Nathan Knight checked out. I think more. my point was more about Knight. Sure. Because... I think he is seemingly the guy, yeah. at least right now, right? Because he started when I think most of us expected Reed would start. Mm-hmm. 
and then he was in the fourth, and the only reason he came out was foul trouble, right? So, so they played. They did play a lineup that here's it. I guess they had Jaden play small forward. They had a lineup that had Nas Reed, Greg Monroe, and Jaden McDaniels on the four in the third quarter. So and the, so to end so from basically mid third quarter, the five minute mark in the third through the fourth, the start of the fourth, they played a lineup. That played Monroe, McDaniels, and Nas. That is a big lineup. That is a big lineup. I guess you can do that against like Hold a on, no, plotting... wait, I'm sorry. I, I'm the bar graph. I'm reading wrong. It was Jake Lehman that was on the floor. Oh, so it was, okay. it was Lehman, McDaniels, and Monroe that played that third to fourth quarter stint. Uh, Reed checked out when McDaniels checked back in. Reed checked out when McDaniels checked back in. Okay. I think if I were ranking Minnesota centers. We've also just spent about 20 minutes talking about the Minnesota, Minnesota centers. I think it's Knight, Monroe, Reed. I'm most confident about Knight right now if he starts, and I'm very shaky on the other two, just based on, like, what we just saw. Like, why did Naz Reed only play 12 minutes? Right. Right? He's been there in the rotation all year. Why is, like, Greg Monroe, why did Greg Monroe get back in? Is it conditioning for Reed? I think we'll find out come tomorrow more, but right now... As long as Nathan Knight's starting, he's my he's my. Yep, I'm with you uh, there as well. So that wraps up. That's our look at this slate here, everybody. Uh, Happy New Year! This will be the last podcast of the year till Monday. Again, free view for those that are listening and not yet subscribed. Uh, you get a free peek here at our NBA DFS content throughout the day, and also go check out Yahoo. Go to fantasytime.com uh, slash Yahoo. Make the $25 deposit, get the game credits and check out the contests that we have going on, including the Fantasy Alarm contents that we have uh, going on over there as well, in which, James, for a $5 entry fee, you can win an NBA DFS Pro Package. So it's just 3,000 entries, right? So just 3,000 people are entering this contest. It's just $5 to enter. There is no rake in this contest, by the way. How many sites are giving you zero rake contests? None. Yahoo, right? Yahoo is giving you a zero rake contest right now, $5 to enter, and the top 15 finishers not only win cash, but they also win the NBA DFS Pro subscription for the rest of the year. So you got got to go ahead uh, and check that out. It pays 600 people, top 15 get cash plus the Playbook Pro. So uh, first place prize overall, $3,000. So definitely go out, check it. Yahoo right now, sign up. If you're not yet a subscriber, here's your opportunity to win a subscription for free and a little cash along the way. Any final words of wisdom here, James? What are you doing if you're not playing on Yahoo tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. If you're not playing on Yahoo, I don't know what you're doing. I agree. Our lineup generators hooked up to Yahoo. Our projections are hooked up with Yahoo. Everything you need to be successful on Yahoo right now. So check it out for James and I. Look at check it out for James and I. Look at check it out for James and I. Look at check it out for James and I. Look at check it out for James and I.